Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to Wrestling Days Reviews. Uh, we are doing these slightly different on YouTube. They're not live anymore because I keep putting up like start times and we can never quite make them. So I don't want to mess people around. Of course, if you are listening on Stitcher or Spotify or Google Podcast, it should be exactly the same for you guys. And actually, we've got loads of responses uh, from you guys as well, because I put a poll up during the live Raw watch along that we do. So uh, obviously, there's loads of people that's around for that. So we've got a good amount of responses, I think more than we've ever had before, actually. So looking forward to getting to those. So we'll go through the show and then we'll get to people's thoughts. Uh, I think the headline for me here is I thought this was fine, but really average at best. I mean, this was unspectacular is the word I would use. There, there really isn't much here to hang your hat on. A couple of uh, decent matches and um, a few nice moments. But by and large, like maybe we've just been spoiled recently with lots of returns and obviously the Bray Wyatt stuff and the QR codes and White Rabbit, the bloodline and Roman stories are always very rich. Obviously, Jay and Sammy. There's been a lot of things that have been going on. It just it feels like Raw is lacking something at the moment. Um, hard to put finger on what that is exactly. Because we do get some good action. I don't know if it's just star power. I don't know if we're just lacking some star power. But we do have Bailey. We do have Bianca. We do have AJ Styles and Finn Balor and, you know, Seth Rollins. There are names around. But, I don't know, this show just felt like it was passing me by, to be honest. So, yeah, I'm not crazy about this show. I'm certainly not down on it. As I said, there's definitely some nice moments in here. It's not a disaster. But um, if you missed it, I don't think you missed a great deal. But let's go through it and we'll see. And we'll see if uh, any amazing stuff shows its head in this review. But um, basically, we start with Judgment Day. This was nice. There was some good stuff here. Crowd were very vocal, getting a lot of heat. Uh, and uh, basically, they were saying that AJ found out last week what they knew all along. Uh, and that is that Judgment Day run Monday Night Raw. Uh, Dominic Mysterio is all man, said Rhea Ripley. Uh, he's the best luchador in the history of the business. Uh, even Dominic would refer to himself as this generation's Eddie Guerrero. And you can imagine the heat that that generated. So uh, they're doing a great job of getting heat. Uh, this brought out AJ. Of course, AJ lost to Dominic last week, hence why he was being praised. Of course, there was a lot of outside interference, but uh, out came AJ, out came the OC. And uh, basically, AJ said, you're not this generation's Eddie Guerrero. Shut up. You are this generation's James Ellsworth. And if you haven't seen it, James Ellsworth uh, put a little TikTok out where he was watching Raw, drinking a beer, and he spits his beer out uh, as his name gets mentioned. That was pretty fun. Uh, this led to a match between Finn Balor and Carl Anderson. Obviously, they know each other very well. They've spent a lot of time together. They're great friends. Good chemistry. Decent match. But this stole the moment. No, no doubt about it. Rhea Ripley actually picking up Gallows and slamming him down. Like proper getting him up as well. It was amazing 
This was a fantastic moment. So Rhea Ripley, uh, a goat, uh, just uh, picking up and slamming it. Not even Carl Anderson or Finn Balor, like the biggest member of the OC. And she did it effortlessly. She then delivered a low blow to Carl Anderson. That allowed Finn Balor to roll him up and get the win. And uh, the Judgment Day domination continues. Uh, then we went backstage and we had uh, Johnny Gagano basically saying to the Miz, you need to tell the truth. Again, you've got to tell the truth. Miz said, I don't know what you're on about. I haven't got a clue what you're talking about. And Johnny's like, you know, you know, you, you need to tell the truth. Yeah. And uh, Miz said, all right, I'll go to the ring and I'll tell the truth. And so we thought that we might be uh, getting a big reveal, a big moment. Uh, Miz went to the ring and you could see the cameraman in his glasses as well, by the way. But uh, he went to the ring and said, look, the truth is Dexter is jealous that I chose Tommaso Ciampa to be my partner. And his jealousy is now showing itself by him going after me and attacking me. Um, this brought out Johnny and Johnny was like, that's not the truth. You know, that's not the truth. That's not the truth. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to blow the whistle unless you tell the truth. And uh, Miz is like, well, you know, I've told the truth. And of course, they were talking about truth so much. It brought out our truth. Our truth came out, jumped in the ring and said, I'm here. You want to tell the truth? The truth is here. What do you want to tell me? So our truth came out for a Fun little moment. Crowd were proper dancing away during his entrance music. The crowd, I think, have really missed our truth. He brings great comedy. He's always fun to see on the show and see around. And it was just great to see him. And he did like the extended version of his intro. So uh, he got a little bit of uh, time here and actually ended up getting a match because this segment didn't necessarily really go anywhere, but found its way to uh, a Miz versus our truth match. During the match, we got a mystery person on the outside, looked to be Dexter Loomis. That, of course, distracted The Miz. And uh, The Miz was rolled up, lost the match to R-Truth. So R-Truth, not only was he on the show, picked up a victory. Uh, then we would go back to see that that person was actually Johnny Gagano. Johnny Gagano messing with The Miz, seemingly going to be on a collision course, a feud maybe. Um, he's uh, trying to get the truth out of The Miz, um, and uh, he distracted him by uh, making him think that it was Dexter Loomis. We then went backstage where we had uh, Candice being interviewed with Kathy Kelly, and uh, we didn't get far into the interview. Damage Control came in, and uh, they were basically going to attack her. Uh, she uh, said, "I've you've not shown me anything. I'm not impressed with Damage Control. You know, all I can see is that EO is uh, still thinking about herself. Dakota is spiteful. And Bailey, you're still not Raw champion. And, um, you know, that fired up damage control. They then started beating her up, and that obviously would upset Bianca. Uh, and Bianca swore that she would make them pay later in the show. We didn't actually see the beat down here, but uh, the cameraman kind of toppled over, and you could hear noises, but uh, we didn't actually get to see the beat down. Then we got another backstage segment. This one had, um, it's a bit strange actually, because Elias said he didn't appreciate being interrupted. He knew that Riddle was great friends with Zeke. So uh, he's not going to, you know, do anything. But if it happens again, he might have to take things further. And actually, like, Riddle's bongoing away at one point. 
And Elias does like kind of look as if he's about to start hitting uh, Riddle with the guitar. He doesn't because Alpha Academy arrive uh, and they interrupt him. And uh, basically a match is made between Elias and Chad Gable. Um, they When they arrive, they're like, are you two in a band? Are you known as Blink 180 Shoosh? Which uh, people seem to enjoy. A lot of these segments, I must admit, though, were just sort of passing me by. There was nothing that was like blowing my mind or really impressing me or even really entertaining me. I think Riddle going back to this kind of bro kind of persona. I, I don't know. I, it's fun when he was doing it with Randy and Randy was playing like, you know, the straight face and he was having to tolerate Riddle. But Riddle not really bouncing off anyone. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just not working for me. It feels like we've took a big, big step backwards with Riddle. Felt like we were getting somewhere when he was in a feud with Seth. And it was kind of interesting. And they really wanted to get at each other. Um, but now it just feels like we've kind of took a bit of a step backwards with Riddle. So I don't know what we're doing there. I thought Elias, like, teasing he was about to hit Riddle was kind of interesting. And then, of course, Alpha Academy uh, just trying to fit in shooshes wherever they can, really. So that was what this segment turned out to be. Led to uh, our next segment, though, which was a match as uh, Ali, Mustafa Ali, taking on Austin Theory. We had Seth Rollins on commentary. Seth Rollins would provide a distraction. This would allow Austin Theory to hit the A-Town down and uh, get the one, two, three. What I thought was kind of interesting was Seth, of course, unsurprisingly would attack Ali after the match, hurled him into this area, uh, timekeeper, not well, actually not timekeepers, like the production area, the hard cam side. There was a load of signs, a load of signs. And I, I was looking, thinking like, are those signs that have been confiscated or are those signs that they give the fans? Do they hand those out? And then the fans like, you know, would you like a sign to hold? And it's got like, you know, I love you, live or something written on it. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if they were confiscated signs, if they're signs that they've made to hand out or what the deal was. I just thought it was very interesting. There was this large pile of signs right where Ali was uh, kind of thrown into the bleacher, if you will. Uh, then we went backstage. We had Johnny Gagano bump into JBL and Baron Corbin. And uh, JBL was like, when you're in my presence, young man, I expect you to uh, pay some respect and introduce yourself. Um, and uh, Johnny was like, oh, are you Mr. MC Hammer Pants? Kind of making fun of the fact that JBL had giant pants on last week. And then he turned to Baron. He was like, are you happy this week? Or are you a king? Or are you a constable? Or are you boring? Oh, and uh, like he was kind of having a little bit of fun. JBL had a great line, though. He said, back in the Attitude Era, you would have been carrying my bags, which I thought was a great line. I thought that was a great line. Obviously, this sets up a match uh, between uh, Johnny and uh, Baron Corbin. So that was uh, later in the show. And can I just say, like, the pattern on the doors and everything just looks really cool. Like, the, the backstage area looks really smart. This, I believe, is the Charlotte Hornets home. I, I, I don't know the name of the arena. We were in Charlotte, North Carolina, but I thought the backstage areas looked really clean and smart. It was good. And actually just seeing that door reminded me of that. 
we also found out that Black Adam is the number one movie in the world. Congratulations to The Rock. That will come uh, to the surprise of literally no one. Uh, then we got Amos taking on four jobbers. One of the jobbers had really great ring gear. You can sort of see him in the background. He it was a very Rob Van Dam gear, like a singlet, really loads of designs all over it. I think it had Zeus or someone on it. It looked great. I made the comment that his ring gear looked better than 99% of the ring gear that we see on the active roster. So, uh, yeah, it's a shame that he got destroyed, but he did get destroyed. And this was Amos beating four jobbers at the same time. Then uh, we went to our next match, which was the Chad Gable Elias match. Uh, this was a victory for Elias. I was a little bit surprised at this, to be honest. I um, didn't think they would have Elias winning. Um, but yeah, he he did. He picks up the win and uh, it was quite a comfortable win for him as well. So uh, Elias beats Chad Gable. Of course, uh, Alpha Academy are not happy about that. So they start beating him up. But Riddle would come down to make the save. So I don't know if we're seeing a relationship, partnership now. Friendship is the word I'm after between uh, Riddle and Elias. Because that feels like a hell of a step down, though. You know, this guy used to be in a tag team with Randy Orton. And now he might be going into some sort of a team or union with Elias. Like, ugh. yeah, don't know. I'm really not feeling what we're doing with either of these at the moment. I feel like the Elias character had run its course. So we tried to do something else. And that was Ezekiel. I don't think Ezekiel was going to be long-term or work long-term. But all we've done is we've gone back. Reverting back seems to be something we're doing a bit of right now. Like, Riddle has just reverted back to what he was kind of before RK-Bro. And even during RK-Bro. But without Randy there to bounce off, it doesn't really work for me. And Elias has reverted back to being the Elias of old. Like, where's all the new ideas? Where's the new creative? Where's, you know, where's the fresh thinking that we were hoping for? Where are where are these fresh thoughts? So, uh, yeah, a little frustrating this bit for me. Then uh, this was fun, though. We went backstage and uh, they said they've got uh, the OC, a real problem. And uh, Gallows is like, listen, I, we all know I'm great with women. Leave this to me. And AJ was like, you just got body slammed. And he was like, yes, but body slams are basically like love letters to me. Let me, I'll deal with this. So uh, he went off. We went to commercial break. When we came back, uh, he was grabbing a hold of Little Gallows and uh, basically saying like, okay, I agree. We've got a real problem. <laughs> so it seems like they're going to bring someone in to deal with with Rhea Ripley. I don't know who that is. There was a bit of speculation around this. Who are they going to bring in to deal with Rhea Ripley? Don't know, to be honest, but uh, I would love for it to be Asuka. I know that much. Then we went to the Johnny Gagano Baron Corbin match. This was annoying, to be honest, because I thought Baron Corbin had a fantastic match with Dolph Ziggler last week. And he was taking on Johnny, and Johnny is capable of five-star classics. And uh, it was going all right, but Johnny jumped onto the outside. He grabbed JBL's hat, 
started like prancing around and pretending to be a cowboy with JBL's hat on. I did make the comment during the watch long. Why is JBL not doing anything? Like, why is he not doing anything? Why is he not standing up for himself? Um, thankfully, he did eventually. Um, and uh, to be honest, Johnny brought it on himself. He grabbed JBL's hat and kind of was making fun of him. JBL then, uh, I think, swiped Johnny's legs away from underneath him. This allowed uh, Corbin to get the momentum and Corbin ended up getting the victory. Then uh, we went backstage and obviously Johnny was a bit down. He had just lost that match. Miz came up to him and went, look, I've got a card here for Candice after, you know, what happened earlier. She was attacked by damage control. Um, let's let's put all this behind us. And Johnny was like, look, you need to tell the truth. We're not going to be able to put this behind us. You've got until next week. Yeah, you've got until next week to tell the truth. We can't just put this behind us. And then he opened the card and he was like, dude, you've put no money in here. You're rich and you've not even signed it. And uh, so they uh, had a little fun moment with uh, the fact he'd been given basically a blank get well soon card. Um, then we get to our main event. So our main event, this actually took up three segments and uh, had a good like half an hour of the show, which uh, is quite a lot of time for a main event. So main event was fairly decent. It was Bailey taking on Bianca Belair. It was not for the title. Of course, there was lots of outside interference uh, by EO and Dakota to the point where the ref was about to throw them out. He jumped out and was pointing and we were getting ready for the you're out of there when somebody came crashing down from the heavens. Someone with a big crossbody and I felt like it was Nikki Cross, Nikki A.S.H. Couldn't say for certain though because you only just briefly see them and uh, she comes crashing down. Basically, uh, Bailey gets the victory. Jessica Carr has to come down because the, the referee is wiped out as a result of this crossbody on the outside. Jessica Carr comes down. She counts the three. Bailey wins. Uh, obviously, loads of outside interference, distractions. It's, it's hardly a clean win. But then it is Nikki Cross. She jumps into the ring, starts beating up on Bailey. Thought that, thought that Nikki might have joined damage control. She hasn't. She just starts beating up on Bailey as well. And so uh, the show ends with a, a weird Nikki Cross, to be honest, because this is a Nikki Cross that's had her hair done. She's seemingly wearing makeup. She's got lipstick. She's had her eyes done. But she's still really angry. Like, it's this is, like, weird. Like, it's really strange. Don't know. Like, this is a very different looking Nikki. It's a Nikki that's like doing her makeup and her hair. This is not Nikki A.S.H., right? This is not Nikki A.S.H. at all. This is a Nikki that for some reason did her hair, did her makeup, and then came down and just went mental on everyone. <laughs> just started unloading on everyone. So I don't know. I mean, I was really struggling to figure out what video to do. And even though this feels interesting, it's still, I don't want to say only Nikki, but her booking has been so bad in recent times. I don't know how much this would have excited people. So for me personally, I'm probably around a six for this show. Knowing like, knowing how excited people get for, you know, like Nikki and just little things. Uh, I would imagine people are probably higher than that. 
But for me, this is average at best. Average at best. I mean, I really struggled to think about a video that I could do after Raw. Normally, I like to finish Raw and then do a video on the biggest talking point. What, you know, what is the big takeaway? What's the big talking point? And I, I really struggled. I really, really struggled. I mean, to the point where I haven't done one. I was going to do one on uh, Nikki. But other than saying she's back, I really don't know what to say. She's back and seemingly she's not with uh, damage control. She's not a face. She's not a heel. She's just sort of a little bit like out for herself. So it's going to be interesting to see what's next. But uh, not a show that had loads of talking points, unfortunately. But let's uh, jump over and we'll have a look and see what you lot thought. So uh, we got some quite high scores, actually. But 10 responses were for 7 out of 10. So 7 is going to be your score. Uh, if we jump over and see what people uh, liked and what people didn't like. So uh, people saying Nikki Cross coming back was a highlight. Miss Stuff was great. And the Jobber, Ring Gear and JBL. Main event, Nikki and JBL. Your mom was someone's favorite. Always love seeing a your mom joke. Uh, Sanity Nikki is back. Nikki attacking uh, Bianca. Johnny Gagano, Miz Truth segment was absolutely hilarious. Uh, Bianca finally losing the belt and the James Ellsworth line. Uh, R-Truth, uh, the new Nikki. OC having a rear problem. That was fun. Nikki ASH return. Uh, Trini. I can tell that's Trini uh, from our community. R-Truth and Miz with the Gagano segment. Main event, Nikki being back. Uh, OC stuff, Gagano and uh, Miz plus crazy Nikki being back. Miz and Johnny segment, Bailey beating Bianca for a second time. Nikki attacking Amos uh, part. Um, opening match was great. Rhea hitting the slam. Uh, Johnny wrestling main event was solid, said Sam. Rhea being a dominant badass. R-Truth segment, Rhea becoming a problem for Gallows and Anderson. Nikki Cross Finally lost sanity. No pun intended. I like that. Johnny Gagano and The Miz. Sanity. Nikki crosses back. Uh, the surprise. Johnny Gagano dressing up as Dexter Loomis. Um, Gallows. Rhea. Rhea. OC should send in Thea Hale. Oh, I do love Thea Hale. From uh, down in NXT. I'm a big, big fan of her. Uh, Miz. Tiny Balls. And Nikki Cross. OMG. Nikki Cross. The R-Truth bits. They need to bring him out more. The end. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Uh, the opening Judgment Day promo had a lot of fun with Elias and Chad Gable match. Damage control. Uh, I saw Baron Corbin take on Johnny Gagano. So that's everyone's favorite bits. Least favorite bits. Amos Corbin. Your mom. Uh, Johnny Gagano losing. Amos versus four jobbers. Lack of major talking points. I completely agree. End of the show. Raw was nothing but a six. Dominic, Otis. Uh, I had no problems with the show, said Sam. Uh, no Bray segments, but I have a question. During the White Rabbit stuff, we played an audio that spelled out Bel Air. Imagine that is the name of six people that will be with Bray. I'm not confident, but it's just uh, a theory. I don't know who that was, but it wasn't a question, was it? You started by saying it was a question, 
and then proceeded to not ask a question. Uh, the Elias match, kind of plain. Candice getting beaten down because I'm a fan of her. WWE has announced Elimination Chamber to be on Montreal. Amos main events. Uh, Amos handicap match. Need more geography. Yes. Uh, ending of main event. No chomper. Uh, Days didn't answer my question. Was my least favorite part of the show. Amos with four jobbers. Crowd seemed dead. Uh, boring and basic matches. Uh, Amos pummeling the multiverse. Elias Alpha Academy. Everything before the end, the show dragged. Main event. Uh, JBL on commentary. Almost the entire show. All of the show. Um, not finding out Miz's secret. That should be next week, though. We should find that out next week, in all fairness. So well, there we go. I mean, that is that is basically this week's Raw. Not uh, a show that I think had a lot of talking points. I think a show that was solid, though. I'm certainly not saying it's a three or a four or anything like that. Like, I think it's pretty solid. But, um, yeah, a show that, if I'm being brutally honest, I would expect better. Um, I think under Triple H, we've been getting better. And maybe that's part of the problem. We've been spoiled, so. Right, guys, thanks a lot for watching. Really appreciate the support. Um, hope you enjoyed this quick review. And uh, they're going to be this length now because, of course, the second part tended to be when we jumped into the live comments and we don't have those now. But uh, at least I'm not going to be saying that we're going to be live and then we're not live at a certain time. So this feels a little bit better. So, uh, yeah, appreciate the support, guys. Thanks for watching. And uh, I will see you again next time. Bye for now.